Hey guys, it's Gary. I'm super fired up to announce the 004 K-Swiss Positivity and Optimism sneaker. My collaboration with K-Swiss, our fourth sneaker together, and today is launch day. The reality is I believe in this so much because I'm so fired up about the macro of pushing positivity and optimism in a practical way. It is my ethos, it is why you follow me, it's why you're probably seeing this. However, the right hook I'm throwing today is for you to not buy this sneaker. Even though it is linked in my profile, even though it's linked in this feed, I do not want you to buy this. I want you to take a step back and change your perspective if you are not in the mindset of practical positivity and optimism. Once you change your perspective on life, your life changes for you. And so as much as it would make me happy that you wear this kick over what's on your feet now, I prefer you to not buy it, but actually execute on its thesis. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. What's up guys? This is Danielle, one of the videographers on Team Gary. And today's podcast is all about the Thank You Economy, which is one of Gary's best-selling books. Highly recommend you check it out. It's my favorite. We've curated five moments today all about the Thank You Economy, where Gary has talked about where it came from, how it originated, and some fun stories about how it's really made an impact on his customers and his overall business. Hope you guys enjoy. In 2001, it snowed in New Jersey uh, on December 23rd, which was one of the busiest days of the year. Typically, December 23rd is the busiest day of the year in a liquor store. Um, And a woman called us, we just started shipping, and her case of Behringer White Zinfandel wasn't delivered. The entire case, by the way, 15 pack, the entire 15 pack case cost $45. We're doing about $40,000 an hour in the store. She calls. I find out about it, and we're debating what to do. She needs it for her Christmas dinner. I grab the case, throw it in my car, and drive to Bergen County to deliver it. It takes me two and a half hours to complete the whole thing. And the best part was, I delivered it, all pumped with myself, and she said, great, and closed the door. Awesome. Everybody, especially my dad, who was that I left because all the customers that came in asking for me or that I could have sold, everybody's baffled. I can't tell you what the ROI of driving through the snow in my car to deliver a case of $45 pink shit to a woman that looked like Yoda was. (laughs) But I can tell you this, over the next two to three years, that story became the foundation of how we treated every single customer. It became our competitive edge. But I'm telling you right now that there are way too many fuckers running businesses today with this and not enough people running businesses with this. Hey guys, in 2009, uh, I had a book come out called Crush It and in there uh, I had a chapter, uh, chapter nine, which is the best marketing strategy ever. And the entire chapter was one page and it was actually just one word and it was the word care. And uh, and the bottom I said, email me for more information on that. To this day, Tyler, we can show his pretty face, Tyler says, literally to this day, still getting two to four emails a day on this, on this question, and I thought I would talk about it a little bit. I went on two years later to write the Thank You Economy, which is an entire book on this, but I continue to believe this. It just has transformed in so many different ways, which is when you're building a brand, the reason you need to care is because you're trying to build something in perpetuity. I think so many people in business 
are salespeople and they're looking to be transactional. They have something to be done right now and they try to close it and that's the money they need and that's basically their framework. Everything's like the next day, that year, how much money am I gonna make this year, this day, on this flip, on this concept, on this service. And you know, I, I genuinely believe that the way to build an actual brand is to care about your end consumer and so when you look at Disney or Nike or Apple or even Amazon, who I think is disproportionately consumer centric, the reason you can build brand over time is because you've actually thought about it in the long term. And when you think about the people you love the most, who you plan on, like you're born into a family and you default into thinking, I'm gonna be with these people forever, you disproportionately care more about them than you do everybody else. When you have a business and you plan on it being around forever, you almost have to treat your employees and your customers in the same way, yet nobody does because they're so caught up into bonuses or raising capital or how much money are they gonna make that year. And so I just genuinely believe caring about the other party, your employees first and the customers second and yourself third is the best marketing, business operating and life strategy. I want to challenge everybody here to a concept. I call it the Jay Cutler thesis. Let me explain. Jay Cutler, some football fans. Uh, So I'm writing the Thank You Economy. It comes out in 2011. So in 2010, I asked my order department at winelibrary.com to search people's names on Google with the word Twitter after it. So based on when somebody orders something. So if Sally Thompson ordered something, every order. They would go, there was two people internally that went online, typed in Sally Thompson Twitter, and that'd be hard because there'd be 17 Sally Thompsons because they figured out if it was the right person. Somebody like Gary Vaynerchuk would have been great, one of a kind name. So we got some of those. So we took some of those things and then we followed them on Twitter. Want everybody to pay attention to this because this really works on Facebook. This is the reason I want every single transaction you make that you figure out a way to be following that person on Facebook. Make it a business practice that that's a prerequisite or you do something for them. Make that relationship. Here's why. Not them follow you. Pay attention to how much I reverse stuff. You follow them. Let me explain. So we find this guy who places a $287 order for a case of Pinot Grigio to Chicago. And we find him online. Unique name, they find him. And every tweet he puts out is about Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler, you're the man. Jay Cutler, great pass. Jay Cutler, what the, you know. (laughs) Jay Cutler this, Jay Cutler that, Jay Cutler this, Jay Cutler that. So I keep getting presented while I'm traveling, like hey we found this, this person's into surfing but not really, oh we got somebody, this guy's really into Jay Cutler. I go great, go on eBay and buy a Jay Cutler signed jersey and send it to him and write a note that says thank you for your business at Wine Library, that's it. And the person on the other line goes, but he only bought a $270 thing and we made $13 a profit, we were a premium price leader. Uh, I said, uh-huh, he goes, okay. So we bought a $330 Jay Cutler jersey and shipped it to him, signed, or two, 289 uh, And I'm pumped, I'm like, this person's gonna be blown away, right? They bought a cockamanian case of Pinot Grigio. This is 2011, right? He's gonna be like, how the hell did they even know, right? I'm super pumped and I'm like, and we sent four or five other things, little things, not as extravagant. And some of those people wrote back emails that, uh, and this guy has not written back for three weeks. And I'm like, where the hell is this son of a bitch, right? (laughs) And so I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and finally I'm about to board a plane and I get a phone call and they said, big, we got him. I'm like, great. I'm like, what did he do? They go, 
it's actually a little bit different. I'm like, go ahead. They're like, we just got a $4,800 burgundy order from Plano, Texas. I'm like, great. What, is it? What, what do you mean? They go, let us read you the note in the order. Hey, Wine Library, first of all, great burgundy selection. This is insane. Your prices are incredible. Can you hold the order because it's a little hot right now in Texas? Can you ship it in the fall? P.S. You sent my friend John a Jay Cutler jersey. That's how I became aware of your website. P.S.S. I'm a huge Bruce Springsteen fan. <laughs> if your company, whether it's you or an intern or a junior employee, is following every single person that you've ever sold a pool or spa or servicing on Facebook, and they see that that wife posts that it's the first day of nursery school for their daughter, Charlotte, and you go and send that person to Target and buy some nice flowers or gifts and bring it to them and say congrats, or you call them on their birthday, or you realize they're a big sports fan and their team's playing in the playoffs, they're a Dolphins fan and they're playing in the playoffs for the first time in 15 years in the playoffs and you send them the chicken wings and catering and say thank you for their business. That word of mouth will change your business because I'm a salesman and I know that after we make the sale, we go hunting for the next one. And I know that in 1996, when you do something like that, that those people would always talk about you and tell that story. I know in 2017, those people are gonna take four pictures and put them on nine websites and everybody in your town will know that you're a business with a little bit more soul than the ability to fix or sell them that product or service. This is the effort and the uniqueness of using social media and digital media as a gateway to create human interaction. I use this as the first step in my chess match to shake your hand. Do you understand? So many of you think this is replacing something when you don't realize it became the gateway to the next thing. 10 years ago, it was super weird to be dating somebody you met on the internet. Today, every 20-year-old I know swipes to the right and left 20 hours a day. So social norms change. There was a time when Elvis shook his hips and grandmas and moms all over this country thought he was the devil. Have you seen what people are posting on Instagram? <laughs> I also think it's cool that my wife and I were in New York um, about a year and a half ago, and I sent a tweet at you asking if you wanted to go to the, uh, the Knicks game. And I thought it was so cool that you actually responded. Like you, you say you do, and Thanks you did. Thanks, man. And you sent a video, and I thought that was rad. <laughs> Thank you, um, man. Yeah, so it was cool. I appreciate it. Um, question that I've had for you, kind of in my head. And by the way, real quick, I apologize. Yeah. Like, that to me is super important, especially for a lot of managers here. When a customer tweets anything about your business, to take the 13 seconds on the way to going taking a piss, to make a video and be like, thank you or I'm sorry, is so powerful. Like, I'm busy as fuck. Dudes in New York, like, you wanna come to the Knicks game? That's not the shit that you're supposed to be answering. But because I did, it builds a deeper relationship with us. He's like, fuck, that's crazy. Like, he, like it's just, it just real. Like, so, Actually, I got something fun. While we're having this conversation, I want everybody to open up Instagram and go to Oprah Winfrey's account, at Oprah. And I want you to scroll all the way down, all the way down. 
to her first photo ever. I want you to look at it while I'm giving this point. I'm sitting with her and I, I'm putting Oprah on Instagram. I'm in a room with Oprah, fucking Winfrey, and I'm like, Oprah, Instagram, it's gonna be important, da 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 da, right? And she's like, da da da, I'm trying to explain to her why it's so important to reply to people. And I go to her, when you were doing your show at the height of your popularity, when you guys would stop and reset the cameras, right? I'm like, did you ever look at anybody in the audience? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, did you ever smile or wink at anybody? She's like, yeah. I'm like, do you know that they've been telling that story for the last 15 years? It matters, man, depth versus width. The way you get more customer count in your locations is by over-indexing on the ones that are coming in in the first place. Go ahead. You know, it's something going along with that that I've told a lot of my crew about is uh, the Ricky Henderson effect that you talk about, and I think that's huge. You just, that's what I call it. Yeah. When I, just real quick, when I was 10, I went to a Yankees game, it was my first game. We were poor, like going to a game was like crazy. It was like, I think I wore a suit, you know? Like, and uh, Ricky Henderson was coming off the field and I stood up and he winked. Now what's crazy about the story is, it's like if I, like 80 people just thought I winked at them, right? So I don't know if he really winked at me, but if like the amount of Ricky Henderson baseball cards and jerseys and to this, here I am, right? 30 years later talking about Ricky Henderson, Depth, man, depth versus width. And by the way, that's how you gotta manage. Sally, who works for you for four months at the front of the store because you really gave a fuck in 13 years when she's a top executive, does a business development deal with you because you did the right thing because kindness is practical and karma is ROI positive. And honestly, honestly, this was not a big enough reaction to that statement. You gotta really get it through your head. Those claps are dick for what I just said. It's a big deal, it's a big deal. I read a story uh, about you when you were young, uh, one of the first kind of engagements you had with Ricky Henderson um, and how you kind of described it as you changed from being a fan to being a fanatic. Yes. I'm just wondering if you could kind of describe that, that as yeah. well as kind of, what does it translate on a day-to-day basis with what you're doing today? Uh, got it, so you've got me completely pegged. It's one of the signature moments in my career. I went to my first baseball game in 1985. Ricky Henderson was an outfielder for the Yankees. He's coming off the field and he winks at me. Now, important part, the crowd's big. Like watch this, 40 people think I just winked at them. <laughs> So I'm hoping he winked at me, but I'm not completely sure, but here's what happened. Basically, for the next seven years, I bought all his baseball cards, it was the t-shirt that I bought, I talked about him, I became his biggest advocate. I, in the same way that me growing up listening to Richard Pryor and Chris Rock and Eddie Murphy has clearly affected the way that I communicate on stage, I do believe somewhere, and that's when I wrote that article that you're referring to, it was when I realized, holy shit, the way I'm treating social media is probably because, that all I'm trying to do at this point, besides operate, when I do the Gary Vee thing, I'm trying to figure out why I did it, how I got there, and then I'm trying to tell you so you can do it too, right? So I'm really getting in myself, really. Like I'm starting hitting up high school friends, junior high friends, grammar school friends lately on social, trying to ask them if they remember anything. Like I'm really trying to bring out more stuff. You don't need to hear the same shit over and over. I'm trying to bring value. Yeah, 
there's a big reason I'm liking everybody's comments and replying and DMing you randomly. I think it's impactful, I think it feels nice. If Randy the Macho Man Savage in 1992 liked one of my tweets, I would have lost my fucking mind. Thanks guys for listening. Please, please, please share the podcast and make sure you've subscribed because a bunch of you aren't subscribed and more importantly, a bunch of you listen every day and haven't told your friends it's the best podcast in the world. I'm watching. (laughs) Have a great day.